did he ever tell you to shave that beard? <laughs> he did, and I'm like, dear God, please no, please no. I see you but haven't trust. I see you haven't trusted it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Welcome to Talk and Truth, the podcast that brings together conservative pastor Brian Clark and famous comedian Dan Whitney, aka Larry the Cable Guy. Get her done. They'll be talking truth about the Bible and life. Now let's join Brian for today's look at God's Word, followed by conversation and a little fun with Brian, Dan, and today's guest, Pastor Nat Crawford. Now, here's Brian. If we really trusted God, we would not hesitate to surrender everything to Him. Our job, our money, our relationships, our family, our health, our reputation, our future. So why don't we? Why do we hold back? What keeps us from truly trusting God? Genesis 22 is one of the most intense, emotional, disturbing stories in the Bible. Somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 to 30 years have passed since Abraham sent Hagar and Ishmael away. As far as we know, God has not spoken to Abraham since that time. This must have been a glorious time for Abraham and Sarah as they raised their long-awaited son through whom the world would be blessed. Then one day God spoke to Abraham and asked him the unimaginable. He asked Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac as a burnt offering. As a matter of fact, what God actually says is, Take your son, your only son, whom you love and offer him. It's hard to imagine what was going through Abraham's mind. He had learned that God could be trusted no matter what. But this could not have made any sense to him. The text just tells us that Abraham obeyed. That's remarkable. It was a three-day journey to Mount Moriah, so Abraham had lots of time to think. The book of Hebrews tells us that Abraham believed he would have to slay his son, but God would raise him up from the dead and give him back. Abraham knew God made a promise, and the fulfillment of that promise would require Isaac to live, to have descendants. Abraham clearly didn't understand what was happening, but he had learned that God always tells the truth. He would have to trust him. Abraham said to his servants, referring to himself and Isaac, we will go up the mountain and we will return. He knew Isaac had to come back with him alive. As Abraham and Isaac got to the destination, Isaac identified that they had everything they needed for a sacrifice except the lamb. He asked his father, where is the lamb? Abraham must have choked down his emotions as he replied, God will provide the lamb. Abraham built the altar and placed the wood on it. Then he bound the hands and feet of Isaac and placed him on the altar. Obviously, Abraham would have been an old man by now, and Isaac in the prime of his youth. So there's no question Isaac quietly obeyed his father because he trusted him. This says a lot about Abraham and his relationship with his son. Abraham's heart must have been pounding through his chest as he raised the knife to slay his own beloved son. At that moment, God stopped him and said, Abraham! I know that you fear me. You have not withheld your beloved son from me. The word translated fear doesn't mean to be afraid so much as to reverence God. Abraham worshiped and trusted God. 
At that point, Abraham looked up and saw a ram in the thicket that God had provided to be sacrificed instead of Isaac. The place after that was called Jehovah-Jireh. That's Hebrew for the Lord will provide. God then reaffirmed the covenant he had previously made with Abraham, assuring him that he would greatly bless him and make him a great nation through whom the world would be blessed. Why? Because by faith, Abraham trusted God and obeyed him. It's good to remember that Abraham's remarkable faith didn't just happen. It's been a long, hard journey of ups and downs to get to this moment. God had been growing and preparing Abraham all along for this moment, which was the pinnacle of his faith journey. What God asked of Abraham is shocking to us. Some are deeply offended that God would even suggest such a thing of Abraham. I can appreciate that. But I think it's important to remember that some 2,000 years later, another father would offer his beloved son as a sacrifice on that exact same spot. Only on that occasion, the son would die a painful death on a cross. As God provided the ram to die in Isaac's place, so God would send his son Jesus to die in our place. The picture is unmistakable. As promised, this would be how God would shed his blood for our inability to keep the covenant. The seed of a woman promised in Genesis 3.15 would be God himself who would shed his blood to pay the debt for our sin. Just to be clear, he died for us. Does that sound like a God that can't be trusted? A God that loves you so much that he would sacrifice his beloved son so that you could be forgiven of your sins? If he did that for you, why would you hesitate to trust him? Like Abraham, we may not always understand what God is doing. Things may not always make sense to us. In those moments, we trust him by faith. We believe that God truly loves us and tells the truth, so we believe. Sometimes that's easy, and sometimes it takes all the courage we have to trust him and to believe. You know, I don't know what you're struggling with today. I don't know what it is that's breaking your heart, but I would urge you to give it over to God and to trust him. A God that willingly gave up his own son for you is a God you can trust. Let's bring in Dan and Nat. Let's talk about this. So guys, I think we would all agree, it's easy to talk about trusting God, but sometimes it's not so easy to do. Can you imagine all the emotions Abraham must have experienced in this story? No, it's uh, <laughs> no, it's unfathomable. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Well, sometimes, like a few weeks ago, my kid was a real jerk. <laughs> I think I could have sacrificed him that week. <laughs> I'll be honest. That would have been easy that week. Yeah. So is that something that I would do today? Could I actually take my cat? Man, I, you know, I mean, I love the Lord, mm. and I want to do all that I can, but that I probably don't think I could do it. Right. You know, I think you look at the whole of the scriptures, and even within the context of the Old Testament, this is a unique, amazing 
story. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. I don't think we're really coming out of this thinking we're going to have to do the same thing as right. much as as understanding just what you said, the unfolding picture of God right. and picturing something that would day be be a reality mm-hmm. that would be the fulfillment of the promise made to Abraham. Absolutely, but I don't even think God's going to I don't think God would even do that today ask us to do that cuz this was the example that he showed us to foretell Jesus doing what he did. Abraham had to go through that. I don't think we're going to have to. I mean, for heaven's sake, I mean, we have a hard enough time giving up a football game on Sunday, mm-hmm. you know, let alone sacrifice your own child. Right. So I think God knows us. He knows our heart. And I think that he understands, obviously, he understands he's God. I think part of the purpose of the story is to identify with what that would be like as a father or a parent to willingly sacrifice a child because it starts to stir your emotions to realize when God as a father did give up his own son to die for our sins, Mm -hmm. that was real. You know, sometimes we can start to think, well, God doesn't have real emotions or he didn't feel these things or it was easy for him. So about the time we're horrified at this story, it's like Abraham didn't actually have to sacrifice right. Isaac, but God actually did have to sacrifice his son. Absolutely. Right? So he's basically just letting us know through Abraham, this is what it feels like. Yeah. And do you think, I mean, I don't know, I'm not, but do you think Abraham, when he, had, when he was about ready to do it, do you think he was like, man, is he going to stop me? <laughs> you know? I you know, mean— I think, again, going back to Hebrews, I think he thought he would have to do it, but then God would bring him back to life. That's what the writer of mm-hmm. Hebrews says. And just the thought of that is is horrifying to us. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, as we are now in modern days and God does it in other ways, do you think how much different would it be if we actually had the same ability that Abraham had? I mean... I mean, Abraham's faith is remarkable. Right. But in our study, you know, part of what we've looked at is the long, hard road for Abraham to get to this point. Right. I mean, it's it's years and years and years. Yeah, because he was an old, old man. Yeah, and a lot of trials, a lot of mistakes. Right. Which reminds us it doesn't happen to us overnight. Absolutely not. But over time, we more and more have to learn to trust God. So I'm curious, for you guys, I mean, this obviously is a very unique situation that's recorded here, and none of us have been asked to sacrifice our kids. Thank thank you, Father. But have there been times in your life where God has asked you to sacrifice something that just didn't make any sense? That didn't make any sense? Yeah, you're like, come on, God, I don't know about this one. Uh, no, I not nothing that didn't make any sense. Um, not even doing a podcast with both of us. <laughs> <laughs> what sense could that make? Yeah, was, come on. You know, I heard a voice uh-huh. tell me not to do this, right. uh-huh. and I've done it anyway. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, because everything that I get convicted on is God talking to me, and I stop. Right. You know. Well, you've had to put your trust in God in some very unique situations. Even like with your son, your son had some health issues, right, when he was little. And that, yeah. that, that's one of those unique perspectives and it wasn't he was going to die but so you had to say okay god i trust you with the situation is that right oh absolutely I mean, yeah there were situations that well he has to do this you know well you know what if he, if he has to go do this and to get better then we just trust god that he's with us on this and mm. you know 
So, yeah. God gives us little glimpses. Yeah. So, I'd, you know, I'd say for me, I, I've mentioned this before, but the first 20-plus years of my life, mm. watching my dad in excruciating pain 24 hours a day, seven days a week, mm. it's like I'm 62 now, and still none of that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so it's not like over time you get answers. Mm-hmm. It's it's a choice you make to trust God and believe he's good, even though I can't make sense of that. Right. And I think whether people lose a child or, or experience their own pain and suffering, sometimes we want to know why does it have to be this way. Mm. And sometimes we don't get answers to those questions. All we can do is trust God. Right. But and that, that's, but where that's the, not easy. That's where the story of Abraham comes in. Yes, from. absolutely. All the, I just think it's really cool in the Bible that all these stories, when you think, well, why is that? it? Every one of these stories relate to us today. I mean, Abraham is just like us. He was a... You know, he was a human being, just you know? And so I love how all these stories, when you delve into the stories, how they completely just shine a light on us. Mm-hmm. We're the exact same. Right. Now, what about you? Do you think of something that didn't make sense where you just had to trust God? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I... Did he ever tell you to shave that beard? <laughs> he did, and I'm like, dear God, please, no, please, no. I see you, haven't, I trust- I see you haven't trusted him. Yeah, right. <laughs> I did it, and and everyone said, "Put that thing back on your face." That's horrible. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, you know, you guys both know. I mean, we had a son with cancer, and uh, in fact, I was just reflecting on this. You know, every time I look at my my son and I see his scars on his head, I'm reminded both of the trial, but also God's faithfulness. Is that what I would have chosen for my son? <laughs> Absolutely not. Is it what I would have chosen for my family? <laughs> not in a million years. However. I have seen God's faithfulness every step of the way. Uh, much like you, I, I, I could ask God why, and I don't know what answer he would give me that would be sufficient for me. I honestly don't. But I do get to trust him through it all, and he is faithful through it all. And so, yeah, it. and I will say this, too. I'm thankful that didn't happen at the beginning of my faith because I couldn't mm. have handled it. Yeah. You know, I don't know what you guys think, but I mean, it kind of seems like God had been preparing Abraham for this moment, right? Right. Yeah. So we we would all say, if we had our choice, we'd choose a nice, easy, smooth path, mm. but you don't learn, you don't grow, yeah. you don't prepare for those moments on a nice, easy, smooth path path. Mm -hmm. So looking back, we see all this stuff that Abraham went through Mm -hmm. and through his ups and downs, learned to trust God, which I think all was working toward this moment Mm -hmm. when Abraham really with remarkable faith just obeyed God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it took a long time for him to get to this point, and God does the same thing with us. I'm just curious, as we kind of wrap up our thoughts on this, like, for the people who are listening today who are really struggling, they're looking at their life going, this doesn't make sense what I'm going through. I just don't know how to proceed. Uh, what would you guys tell them to give them some encouragement and also hope to maneuver through their situation? Well, look, just in my own case, and I know that that there's people that go on my Twitter, and, and I send this out so they listen. In my own case, I see the problem with a lot of things is religion. You Mm. know, it's not a relationship with Jesus. It's Mm. religion confuses people. Mm -hmm. 
And I would just say, get away from all these man-made religions and all these stupid things they tell you you have to do. Or You know, all you have to do is believe that Jesus Christ gave his life for you Mm. and rose again. If you believe that and you start studying, stay engaged, learn about Jesus, learn about his teachings, learn how everything in the Old Testament, it introduces you to Jesus Christ in the New Testament. Every story in the Old Testament is so important. But when you want to learn about Jesus Christ and have a relationship with him, and you stay engaged, the pieces start to fall together. Mm. You know, they start to fall together. If you put on your Bible glasses and every day you tune in your Bible glasses, things start getting clearer and clearer and mm. clearer and clearer. If you mm. only put on your Bible glasses every now and then, they're foggy. You got to clean them. You're not seen clearly. You got to stay engaged. And if you stay engaged, you understand what it's all about. Mm. And you understand it is about the one that came and gave his life for you, which was Jesus Christ. Don't forget, it was the religious people that killed him Mm. because they were jealous. So don't fall into this religious trap. And some people get mad at me, Brian, because I'll say that. Well, you're telling people not to go to church. No, I'm not. The church is so important. But the church is there for the body of believers to get together and encourage one another. And you have other people that believe the same way you do. That's why church is important. Mm -hmm. But if you're stuck out somewhere and you can't get to a church— you know, you are the body of Christ. You are the church. Right. You're, you're telling them, quit worrying about the check boxes and simply get in relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's they, what it's all about. Yeah, you know, yes, that's exactly what <laughs> I guess I could have said it like that shorter, but that's what I'm saying. Look, you guys are the experts at it. I am doing, I am learning and getting sanctified as I go. I'm on here just speaking for other people that, you know, that are now coming in and have a lot of the same questions. But that's what it's all about. That's why the Old Testament's important. That's why this story's important. Boy, if we're the experts, we're in trouble, right? Brian. Yeah, no, that's... So, what, so I, I agree with what Dan has said. I would also add, for those people that are struggling and they're hurting, they're wanting answers, to start with focusing on Jesus, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, mm-hmm. if that is true... Absolutely. According to the Bible, it says God demonstrated his love, that Mm. while we were yet sinners, Christ died for Mm. us. So if that's true, then I can't really question the love of God. He gave up his own son Mm. to pay for my sins Mm. so I can spend forever with him. That doesn't mean I have answers to all my questions, but it does mean I can believe God loves me and I have to trust him. And if you want to know what it feels like for God to do that, look at Abraham. Look what he went through. And that shows you what God went through when Jesus did it for us. That's why this story is important. Thanks for listening to Talkin' Truth. Brian and Dan will be back soon with more episodes, so be sure to subscribe. Today's Talkin' Truth is powered by GoTandem, the free spiritual fitness app. Download GoTandem today and get spiritually fit. 